Hey everyone, it's Candace Eisner back with you again this week. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about compassion fatigue and the importance of taking care of ourselves and each other. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, happy Monday. I hope you're all doing really well. Today as I record this, it is almost the end of November. It's hard to believe. Uh, The year has just gone right by, hasn't it? And uh, as I'd mentioned in previous episodes, if you've been listening for a little while, you'll know that this is my last episode of 2017 for you guys. I do that for a few reasons. Um, The first is, honestly, you guys are getting really busy this time of year. You probably don't have a lot of time for listening to podcasts, so you might end up listening to this, you know, in like January or something, which is fine. Listen to it when you want. Um, So that's the first reason is just it's really busy. The second is that, honestly, there's a lot of noise going on right now. You know, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that other stuff. We've got holiday promotions coming up. Um, It's a really noisy time of year. So I'm not a fan of contributing to that noise. So I'm not going to do too much of that stuff. I'm not going to release a newsletter other than I'm going to do one more this week. If you uh, are not on my newsletter list, you can just pop over to happylittlebiz.com and uh, put your name in the, or put, sorry, put your email in the box, not your name, your, your email and get on my list. But um, yeah, I'm just going to do one more newsletter for the year and then we're going to be done this is the last podcast episode for the year and then we're done. I'm not doing a lot of, you know, my own promotion stuff because I don't feel it's really necessary. You know, there's so much noise out there. Um, Maybe some of you like shopping and, you know, great kudos to you. I hope you got some good deals. But to me, it's just a lot. It's a lot of pressure to buy things. It's just a lot of just stuff in your face all the time. So I'm not a fan of contributing to that kind of thing, like I already said, so I'm just not going to. So yeah, so here we are, last episode of the year. Um, Kind of exciting, actually. I've been doing this podcast, like what, almost a year and a half now, not quite. And uh, it's been an interesting journey for sure. So Thank you so much to all of you, by the way, for listening, you know, for the whole year. I'm going to say that up front instead of leaving it to the end. I am, you know, and if you're new to the podcast, welcome. You know, it's okay if this is your first episode. Thank you to you too for checking me out. I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so this week's topic, as I already said, I wanted to talk about uh, compassion fatigue and the responsibility we have for taking care of each other in order to make sure that we all give good care and we all we all just are able to do our very best at what we do. So this is prompted by an article I recently read in the New York Times, and it was about physicians and how their personal health has a deep impact on their patient care. That to me is not rocket science. That's obvious that, you know, because I know when I'm not doing well, I don't produce great work for my clients or not as great at least, I try really hard to do as best job as I can. I all That's always something that's important to me. I always try to do the best job that I can. 
But it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm able to do my best work when I'm under a lot of pressure, when I'm fatigued, when I just feel terrible. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way. I mean, even just think about something as simple as having a cold, you know, on the days where you go to work, you're feeling great. Say, you know, you had a good workout in the morning. You're just, you're feeling really peppy. The workday probably goes a lot easier. You know, your clients are probably easier. Just everything feels easier. But if you've got a bad cold or you've got a super bad backache or whatever might be going on, uh, you just, you're not producing your best work. You might try. You might try your best to try and still be really good, be there for your patients and all that. But it's hard. It's really hard when you're not doing well. So yeah, you know, I'm going to read you a few quotes from that article and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. So Here's the three quotes that I particularly liked and pulled out, but I mean, the whole thing is great. Um, By the way, if you're looking for a link to the article, I am going to link it in this week's newsletter as well. If you go over to our Facebook page, you'll see it linked there as well. So, um, of course, if you just search the New York Times for uh, physician compassion fatigue, you'll probably find it there too. Anyway, here's the quotes. So, it has been shown in some studies that if the physician is exercising, If the physician is taking care of themselves, eating well, sleeping better, they have patients who have better clinical outcomes, says Dr. Hilary McClaffrey, a pediatrician who is an associate professor in the Department of Medicine at the University of Arizona College of Medicine in Tucson. But the problem may be less than the individual doctor's health habits and more the medical system that is hurting us all. We'll come back to that in a minute. The second quote is that, It's not that physicians are burned out and so they don't care. It's that they care deeply. And that's a really, you know, editor's note here, that's a really important take-home message and something for you guys to think about for yourselves. So anyway, um, that quote was by Dr. David Sconfield, a developmental behavioral pediatrician at Children's Hospital in L.A. You can't experience compassion fatigue if you've not had compassion, he goes on to say. And the third quote is, It should not be the doctor's responsibility to feel that if I'm just more mindful, if I just exercise more, or if I do better or more things, sorry, if I do things better or more consistently, all will be well and I shouldn't be feeling burned out or exhausted, Dr. McClaffrey said. So there's the quotes I wanted to read for you guys. And you might be asking yourself, okay, why am I reading that specifically? Like, why am I bringing this up specifically right now? What does this have to do with business building and marketing? Well, and we're not doctors, right? Like most of you listening are not doctors. You're Most of you are massage therapists or something, you know, you do something related. You're Pilates instructor, you're, uh, um, you're um, your personal trainer or your physiotherapist or that sort of thing. So, you know, but so, okay, you guys are health and wellness providers, right? And you experience a lot of the same things that doctors do in terms of dealing with the stresses of working with patients every day. Compassion fatigue, this is a real thing. And yes, massage therapists and the rest of you listening do experience it, especially at this busy time of year when often you have like back to back to back to back to back treatments. You're skipping your lunch. You're skipping your time at the gym. You're not having a lot of time for anything else in order to get more people treated or because there's pressure at your clinic in order to just like book solids that, you know, the clinic can see more patients, whatever might be going on. It's a stressful time of year. 
So what I'm asking you guys to do is think about this and think about how you can take better care of yourselves at this time of year. Not just taking care of your patients, clients, whatever term you prefer, either one's fine. But how do you take better care of yourself, you know? Can you still take an actual lunch break? And you should be, you know, if, if you're not, you should be fighting for that. Can you make time for the gym? Like, can you absolutely make, like, if you're, if you're not into the gym, you can ignore that one. But something, something wellness related, going for a nice long walk, um, going to the gym, like I said, going to a fitness class, if that's more your style, going outside for a run, whatever you need to do in order to feel fit and healthy and well, make sure you make time for that. Can you book an afternoon off in the middle of this crazy season to do something you enjoy? You know, to take a break from it. The craziness that is, not not a break from the enjoyment, but a break from the craziness that's going on at the office right now. You might go, oh, no, 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 I can't do it. Yes, you can. You know, unless unless your work is so pressurized that they won't let you, in which case maybe you should look at that. Maybe you should look at where you're working, but... You know, yes, you can take an afternoon off just to go do something else. And that's okay because you're taking care of yourself and that's important. And another aspect of this is, you know, do you have support systems at work to help you deal with the burnt out feelings? So, for example, coworkers to lean on when you've got difficult client cases or someone to just talk to when you're having a really rough day. It's just not going your way and you just need some, you know, a, a caring, sympathetic ear to lean on, you know. And if you don't have that at work, like just your coworkers are just not that kind of people or you just never see each other because you're all so busy or whatever, make it somehow, you know, put together a group of Put together a group of people who share common, you know, interests and ideas. Um, Maybe you're all RMTs. Maybe you all work in fitness and health, but you're not necessarily all RMTs or all one profession. And just like have coffee together once every few weeks or once a month and just talk about how stressful it can be or talk about uh, new ideas on running your business or just even just like just shoot the shit and have some laughs, you know, it's just it's to support each other. That's what it's really all about. So whatever you guys need for support, do that, you know, because I think that's the real take home message here. We need to take care of ourselves. That is absolutely true. The article says, and it's right, you know, if you take better care of yourself, then your patients or clients get better care. That's really important. But also we need to help take care of each other. The responsibility should not be on you alone to take care of yourself. It's just, it's just not tenable. We just can't do that. Because, you know, our society, or at least here in North America, that's the only place that I'm really, you know, qualified to talk about because I've never lived outside North America. I've traveled outside North America, but I've never lived outside. You know, we've built ourselves around this idea that we need to be self-made and self-supported. And like, I'm sorry, that's BS, guys. You know, it's fine to work hard, okay? It's fine to do what you need to build the life that you want. That's great. I support you. We should all support each other in that and, you know, doing what we need to do, pushing our boundaries, working hard. But you can't do any of that without the support of others. You can't. It's not all just about like, I did this work and I, 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 you know, no matter where you get to in your business and life, there are other people who have supported you in that. It's not just about what you've done. It's like what you've done with the support of all these great people. And it's the same thing for everyone else, you know. 
So we can't do things without the support of others. And we should be all looking out for each other because that's really important. Community is the really important piece of the puzzle that we all tend to forget here in North America. So when I alluded when I was reading the article about, you know, um, it may be less about the individual doctor's health habits and more about the medical system that's hurting us all. In terms of what you guys do, that's really what it is. It's like society is saying, you know, uh, you know, you need to take care of yourself and it's all about you and it's all on you and da, da, da. It's not. It's about the people around you. It's about building in support systems and it's about supporting each other. It's not one person versus the world. And it just, it can't be that way. So yes, you know, the medical system has built itself up to be this thing where where doctors are high pressured and there's not a lot of, you know, time for them to be you know, processing the things that are going on in their clinics or in their hospitals or wherever they're working. You know, it's not all that far off when you work in a similar industry, work in any industry, really. Like, you'll see those kinds of pressures everywhere, the financial industry, marketing, sales, um, you'll see it in retail, you'll see it at the local gym, you'll see it at the small retailer who's just trying to sell the cute knitted hats she's making. Like, we all have those pressures on us, just in different amounts in different ways. So that's all I'm saying is like, try to support each other, try to be sympathetic to each other, try to have compassion for each other and try to have compassion for yourself and make sure you're getting what you need in order to be the best you in order to give your clients the best care that you can. So before I close this last episode of 2017, I do want to say one more thing about this whole thing. And it kind of relates to what I was talking about last week about online ranting and how it doesn't really help you much. Um, I'd like you guys to think twice before you engage in complaining about a client's doctor, physiotherapist, former massage therapist, personal trainer, whatever. You know, I know it's easy to fall into that trap, especially if your client really wants to go there. If your client wants to have a complaint section, you know what the word I was going to use is. Um, if your client wants to start complaining about, you know, their doctor is terrible or whatever, I know it's so easy to get dragged into that, especially if you kind of agree with them. But, you know, the reality is that doctor or physiotherapist or chiropractor, or personal trainer, whoever they are, they might be stretched thin. They might be overworked. They might be caving to pressures around them. And that's why they're behaving the way they are. You don't know. Unless you really do know, in most of the cases you, you think you know, but you don't know, you know? Now, I'm not saying you, you should give a pass to people to, like, behave badly and treat their clients like crap. I'm absolutely not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, you don't need to get deeply into this conversation about how this one practitioner is terrible or bad or should not be working or whatever. You know, that's just not helpful to anybody, so try to have a little compassion towards their situation. Try to put yourself in their shoes. Like if you had the kind if you had a lot of pressure on you, how would you behave? And you probably would behave somewhat similarly, you know? Or if you don't think you would, who's to say though, right? Because really when we when we engage in these conversations where we're basically complaining about somebody else's um, doctor, physio, whatever, or we're getting engaged in these conversations about you know the the, the massage therapist down at the other time side of town and they're terrible. All you're really doing is absorbing a lot of negativity and you're contributing to the burnout that that other practitioner might be feeling. So how is that helpful to anybody? So that's all I'm saying is just you know give it a second thought. <laughs> 
you know, again, I'm not giving people a pass to, to treat patients like crap, but just give it a second thought because, you know, we can all do better at helping each other, but it has to start with each one of us. So that's it for 2017. I hope you guys all have a happy holiday. I'll be back with you guys sometime in early 2018. I'm not going to promise an exact date um, because, you know, stuff's, stuff's changing around here in my life and uh, stuff's changing around in your lives too. So, but I will be back with you next year with an episode sometime in January, probably mid-January once, you know, all the holiday stuff has uh, gone Gone, it's, uh, you know, gone into the, the long-term memory. Let's call it that. Take care, guys, and uh, I will see you guys next year. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening into this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former registered massage therapist in the province of Ontario. I like to say retired registered massage therapist, actually, because it sounds a little bit more fun. Hey, Freedom 35, but let's be real here for a second. I'm not actually retired. I am retired from the profession of massage therapy, but what I'm doing these days is I am helping those who work in health care or fitness or wellness build practices and businesses that really align with who they are and what they want out of life. That is really my big mission. That is important to me. So if you head on over to happylittlebiz.com, you can read a little bit more about who I am and what I'm about and read some of my free articles that I have available. You can also keep listening to this weekly podcast. I'd love it if you did that. And actually speaking about that, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you find it helpful, I would be so appreciative if you would share this episode or share another episode with friends or relatives or other people you know who work in health and wellness and fitness so that we can have more people listening to the podcast. And the more people that listen, the more topic ideas or requests I get, the better the podcast is. It works out well for all of us. So you can just share this on social media. You can share it by email, wherever you like you want to go. Um, if you need a link, head on over to happylittlebiz.com. You can get a link to my podcast episodes there or... You can just link people to Happy Little Biz. That would be great too. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. This is it for this week's podcast and I will see you back here next week.